previously on Full Immersion. What I need is Miranda Rhapsody's schedule for the next three weeks. Uh, in three days, BrightCon is happening, an NBN convention for music stars and network influencers. Miranda Rhapsody is going to be there. Her manager's pad should have her schedule on it. Near the convention center, there's uh, a hotel called the Hotel du Champ, and she's going to be there for a day or so. Maybe there's a mission to get Shell in the building so that Shell can do some sneaking around upstairs. And you're getting called, and you can see from the call ID that it's Ace. There's some NBN set guys out looking for me. I need to be taken somewhere safe. I'm pretty worried. We'll do something about this. So you decided ultimately that convention was probably a bit too messy uh, or maybe didn't fit your skills quite as well. And so you decided to go for the hotel instead. So you need to get this pad from Miranda Rhapsody's current manager who you discovered was Cara Malone. Uh, you need to download her uh, Miranda Rhapsody's schedule from it uh, onto some kind of uh, data thing that you have and deliver it to Gabe. Uh, it doesn't. It's preferable that they don't know what's happened, that the, that the data's been downloaded, but it doesn't the mission can still succeed if they do find out uh, because there's only so much Miranda Rhapsody can change her schedule. But if you manage to do it discreetly, you'll get an extra credit. Uh, as it stands, you're not going to get paid very much for this job because Gabe wants a cut and none of you were particularly confident in your ability to do it. You decided that you were going to try and find out where they stayed, which you did. She's staying at the Hotel de Champ, which is across from the convention centre. It's like a hopper ride away. You found out that this hotel is two floors. It's at, kind of at the top of this big, uh, like, tower building, most of which is taken up with areas that are open to the public, entertainment complexes and such. And then above that, there's a couple of floors of offices. I think I said three floors of offices. And then above those, there's the two floors of the hotel. You were thinking about maybe sneaking in as staff. Uh, and you also found out that there are two people, the um, like the sort of the, the manager, general manager and the head receptionist, who know staff on site, and so would be able to avoid if you were sneaking around. Um, I'd hate to do this too much, but since thing, but I have had some addendums I wanted to add for intel you found since last time, because I've had a bit more time to think about it now. I try not to do this too much, but these are just a couple of extra bits that I thought made sense, having thought about them more. So the, the, think the other thing that Shell found out from asking around is there are actually a couple of other people uh, who would be of interest to the team, which is just security people. There's a head of security and an assistant, um, who would also most likely know the members of staff on site. And you also found out that the hotel maintains um, biroid staff as well as human staff. So those are two things I just wanted to add. And I also think in terms of security, you found out that there aren't a ton of security cameras around. Did I say this before or did I just think it later? I no, don't remember I that. I don't remember that. Okay, I probably just added that later. That just makes sense because the place is supposed to be private and it's supposed to be somewhere celebrities and public figures stay. So... Um, something that helps you out basically is yeah not a and that's once you're inside so yeah. once you're walking amongst the rooms and whatever there is not a lot of cameras around yes exactly oh actually i will you would probably find this out too given who shell was probably talking to or overhearing um around the staff area there are there is a lot of security because the privacy of the staff is not particularly important to the hotel um, and the, ho the staff area is where you'll arrive. You decided that was probably a better entrance than the main entrance because you found out that if you go through the main entrance, as soon as you're there, you're under scrutiny. So you guys kind of thought the staff entrance was at least a bit more discreet, but probably, yeah, a bit more secure. I think that's everything. That's kind of a recap. Is everyone, does everyone feel recapped or is there anything you feel I've missed or any obvious questions that you have? 
Uh, Harris, do you want to think about this uh, Ace stuff? Yeah, so I left Ace at the garage after exciting train station chase scene. The way I see it, there were three real options to me, which are, number one, try and find some contact that will let me get Ace out, maybe talk to Alberta or somebody similar, um, and just hire a favour from them. Option two is that I probably kill Ace and just cut the lead off completely. (laughs) It deals with the problem, it's simple. I can do it on my own, I don't need anyone to help with it. And option three, which is what I think I'm going to actually go with, is that I want to contact Ace's parents and see <laughs> if they can get him out of this. Because they were looking for him before, um, and I assume I I definitely know who they are, seeing as I dealt with that problem for him. So I'm just going to ask Alex, did you canonically establish their names? I actually don't think I did. Can it be King and Queen? <laughs> Jack and... Uh, if it turns out Ace's last name is some playing card related pun, it's going to be very good. Okay, let's name them real quick. Their names are Lewis Fairhurst and Portia LaRue. Okay, um, did we establish, I'm trying to remember, what time of day did I go pick up Ace and leave him at the, the garage? It was during the daytime because during the daytime, right? he called you in the morning and, he was, and you had basically got up and went. So it's about midday by the time you get him back to Esteban's garage. Okay, so I think this doesn't happen too long afterwards. Um, I don't know what time it is on the moon, but I'm going to try and contact Ace's parents. Okay, before you put this plan to action, I think um, the, the game doesn't actually give rules for what, to happen, what, what happens if one of your contacts like is put out of action somehow, but this will certainly mean that you can't use Ace as a contact anymore. I think I'm just going to take him away so you don't get like a free replacement. I think if, if this yeah, succeeds, sure. I mean... Um, although even if it doesn't succeed, I'm not sure how he... Well, well, we'll come to that, but just so you know, before you put this plan to action, you probably just... The, the consequence, if you're successful, is probably just Ace's well, contact. if I need him again, I'll just go find him and break him out of his parents' control, <laughs> and then... <laughs> great, great plan. Okay, cool. So you presumably don't have contact details for them, you just have to go through proper corp channels. Yeah, I, I would know their names. I want to contact them anonymously, but I could just contact them through if they have obvious work communication channels. Just try and send them messages through that. You're not trying to start a conversation though, right? You could just be like, I I heard you were looking for your son, he's here. No way. <laughs> like, it's possible that I can get something in return for this, so... <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> okay. Uh, of course. So I think they, they don't work together, but they are both Wayland corporate lawyers. So are you going to try and get them in a group call, or are you going to just con- try and contact one of them? Um, I contact them both individually. I, like, CC them on the, the message. God damn it, are we still using email in the future? The first C is for cyber in the future. Yeah, yep. Cyber copy. <laughs> uh, so are you... So are we having a conversation, or are you basically sending them an email? Uh, the first thing I do is send them an email or equivalent that says... Um, urgent <laughs> about your son uh, and I think it basically just says um, I hear your kid is in some trouble with MBN, I know where he is I can get him to you before the corpse find him but we need to discuss this um, and can I, I assume I have some way of anonymously setting up like a return to this address to arrange a, a conversation or with a reply yeah, yeah, you can do that. Um, okay, yeah, I don't think it takes that long. I think one of them, uh, let's say Lewis, contacts you back within... Actually, no, they, 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 they come back to you at the same time, actually, almost certainly, because they talk to each other. They would talk to each other first. Um, 
and yeah, Lewis sends you a reply saying, um, you, uh, you have our attention, what are the details? Okay, so I say, um, I can hold your son in a safe location until tomorrow morning, sunrise at the latest. You need to arrange quick, discreet transport out of New Angeles, send me a pickup location, and I'll get him to it. Um, where he goes from there is up to you. In return, I would like the equivalent of two credits, or booking at Hotel Duchamp for <laughs> tomorrow evening. What a weird request. <laughs> Actually, that probably, that probably makes it too obvious who I am. Maybe I'll just say two credits. Yeah, two credits. Is two credits like a lot? Is that not very much? Well, it's two cred. Two, two is... cred in sprawl yeah. terms, which whatever actual... Well, in this case, it's actual money, I think. It can be either, so... Two credits is enough to buy a car or something, isn't it? That's about what, that's about the, the level of money that this is. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a decent amount. Um, sure, so they come back to you fairly quickly, uh, and they say, who are you, and what guarantee can you provide? Yeah, do, sorry, do they want proof that I actually have this, or...? Yeah, if you could, yeah, I think, yeah, proof of ace would certainly help. These, these are, like, pretty high-flying corporate lawyers, right? So they're, they're going yeah, to sure. actually negotiate with you. Is, Har- is, uh, is Esteban at the garage? Yeah, I was. I was staying there while Ace was there. I quickly get Este- ask Esteban to send me a photo of Ace. No identifying location features, please. But if he's holding today's paper, that'd be great. Yeah, holding today's paper. <laughs> I assume the photo's date stamps, so that's, that's probably fine, right? Yeah, I'm not going to make Esteban roll dice to discreetly take a picture of Ace. I feel like if that's probably not the part of this plan that would fall apart, like funny as that would be. Uh, yeah, so I attach a picture of Ace and... I'm not going to tell them who I am. I'll just say, Ace needs my help, and you're the best avenue to get him out of this trouble. So, I figure I can help both of you. There's again not particularly long pause, and then they come back and say uh, it's a deal. And they were you arranging the pickup location? I said they can specify the pickup location. Yeah, so it's somewhere um, in base to Cambay, not too far from the beanstalk, but somewhere pretty isolated. Um, there's like an uh, there's like an abandoned or out, currently abandoned hotel in base to Kiambe, Um and they they tell you they want to meet in the lobby there okay what time uh, what time uh, tonight at like just after sundown not actually sure when sundown is in New Angeles so we'll just say about 10ish and people that know about uh, the the atmosphere in uh, South America can correct me if they like um the so one thing that strikes you harris is that the pickup location and time um are like it suggests professionalism so you which is which uh flags up for you that they've probably at least consulted someone else about this this is probably like not the like it seems weird that these corporate lawyers know a good pickup location (laughs) for what is essentially a hostage i'm i'm not really expecting any of them to turn up i'm expecting them to send somebody to turn up and pick him up but we'll see what actually happens i guess so all right that's arranged and they say they're going to pay you in uh in physical cash sweet at the drop-off i uh message them back to say that people say cash is king in the biz (laughs) (laughs) but in the days of dna sniffers okay um let's make that the last thing we deal with let's probably just do legwork first 
So I have a question slash suggestion. Uh, can we hire a room for the night uh, as a legit way to go inside? This is going to be a bit like getting the convention pass where just not any old uh, schmuck can do it. It's expensive, but that's not a huge problem. But this is fairly short notice. Someone would probably need a contact for this. I could declare a contact, but I, I'm struggling to think what sort of contact could get me that on short notice. Some agent probably maybe could, some celebrity person or some uh, greasy paparazzi person that is used to trying to like hire rooms in celebrity hotels. I will declare a contact then. My contact is Noah Johnson. He is, I think, a mystery shopper. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. He never meets people in meat space. And there's no way to really find out what he looks like. But he does post online a lot about mystery shopping and about his experiences and, and review places and products and that kind of thing. But he maintains uh, like physical anonymity so he can actually do it without people knowing. Excellent. Add them to your sheet. Oh, I, hope, I hope we find more ways to have mystery shopper be a useful contact for the missions. <laughs> it could definitely come up. It's like interesting and it's... Is his name what he's known as or does he have an online handle and his name is actually secret? Ooh. As in, would Tegan know his name or would Tegan only know his online handle? Or maybe Noah Johnson is a fake name? So I think online. Nathan Johnson, uh, Noah Johnson is uh, like a fake name. It's, it's kind of like Robert Robson, kind of the name that he gets booked under and that kind of thing. Maybe... The situation is, the reason that I know them is, uh, know him, is because occasionally he gets so many requests for mystery shopping because he's so uh, good at writing reviews that he kind of farms them out to people that he knows. Uh. And it's kind of like, oh, someone, you go and review this thing for me and give me back the details and I'll give you a cut of the money. Just I need I want the credit for it, but you can have you do some of the work, you get some of the money. Nice. Yeah. So one of the things I meant to ask you about your contacts is describe uh, why the, the contact owes you a favor or why you owe them a favor. Is it that you did this for them recently and didn't take a payment from from it and had it as a favor, or do you do you think you still got paid? Um, I think I probably will have got paid, but I think like we've got a decent working relationship, and maybe I've done this a few times because reviewing. Um, is something that I do for my own blog, so he knows that I'm sort of reliable in that aspect. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he, I'm someone he's come to a few times, and while he's always paid me for my services, I've always been a reliable contact for him. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So you, your, your assessment is that you can ask for something and he'll probably try and fulfil your request because he wants to keep you as someone he has good favour with. Cool, so put him on a sheet. So you, are you meeting up in, in virtual space or are you just like having a in an online chat or? Yeah, I think it'll just be an online chat of kind of professional, but you know, relaxed professional relationship, like someone you work with a lot. And you know, there'll be a bit of chit chat like, oh, I read your um, review of such and such. Is, isn't it a shame? Everyone thought it was going to be so amazing and it, it turned out terrible and blah, blah, blah. And I totally agreed with your evaluation of whatever yeah yeah just to kind of show that you're still reading what it is that he writes yeah yeah just just because a little bit of flattery and ego rubbing never hurts anyone yeah and he's like yeah yeah you're right but at least no one else no one's going to get hoodwinked by it and hopefully they'll go out of business soon 
he'll probably come around and, I, and the conversation will turn to like what I've been up to and that kind of thing. I was actually wondering if maybe you could pull a few, few strings for me. My sister is a huge fan of Miranda Rhapsody, just the biggest fan ever. And we managed to get some tickets for this convention that's happening, you know the one. Yeah, Brightcon, she's so excited. But you know, it's a bit of a, a distance from my neck of the woods all the way over there. So we're looking to stay a bit closer. One of my industry contacts told me that they happen to know that Miranda Rhapsody herself is staying in this hotel. You've probably heard of it, right? Um, hotel de Champ. Oh yeah, that place is nice. Yeah, and I thought, you know, I, I've I've been working pretty hard recently. Uh, I've got a, f- a bit of um, cred saved up, and it's, since um, this would be such a big deal for my sister, I thought we could stay there. But it turns out that. <laughs> you've got to know the right people kind of situation. It's not all about the money in this one. Um, so I was wondering if you might know someone there. You, I, I don't know if you've reviewed it or if someone you know has reviewed it, but um, yeah, I just thought it would be a really awesome uh, thing to do for my sister. Um, the little Noah's typing message comes up and uh, roll to hit the street. 11. Uh, so you, uh, you get what you want and you get a little something extra. Uh, choose either Intel or gear. Uh, so I'll give you an option over the Intel or gear if you want it in this case, which is not particularly um, thrilling, but it's just that this is going to cost you two credits, but you, you could pick that it only costs you one because Noah's, Noah can actually get you an, a, a, like a mate's rates on this. But you could take Intel or gear instead. Gear is weird here, but if you want gear because that you think it'd be more useful, I think we can make it work. I think I will go for it being... Uh, only one cred. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sorry, gang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, huh. Funny you should ask. Actually, um, I'm in. I'm in. Um, I have a pretty good reputation with the people there. Between you and me, uh, I had a. I had a pretty underwhelming meal there once, and uh, they. Uh, we agreed to keep an open business relationship in exchange for me staying kind of quiet about it. Um, so I can. I can get you a night there a little bit cheaper if if you want. Um, it's not a huge deal. I haven't asked for anything from them in a while. You have no idea how awesome that would be. Um, I can even keep a few notes on my stay if you like. I don't know if you'll find that helpful. Um, I know you've not done much uh, hotel stuff recently, so you may be going in a different direction at all. But I can, I'm more than happy to do that if you'd like. Yeah, yeah, anything like that would be would be useful for me. Maybe maybe I should review it again, I don't know. Yeah, provide me with some notes and, and that would help me out a lot. You know how to get in touch with me um, so if you hit me up with the booking details, that would be amazing. Um, okay, I'll say just to actually codify this also, if you do manage to make some good notes on the hospitality of the place, um, next time you go to Noah for, uh, for a hit the street, if you, you can pick um, your contact needs you to help you out with something for free without it, with, and that's like you, him kicking back, you helping him by providing him with notes, if that oh, makes sense. Oh, cool. So you, if you do do this, there will be an in-game benefit to it. And there you are, yeah. So deduct a cred, or deduct a cred when you, if you, I guess do it now, because you're almost certainly going to use this. Awesome. So, uh, Shell, you and me are going on a girls' night in a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, am I your sister, or do you have an actual sister, or are you your sister? <laughs> no, you're my fake sister. That's, it's a shame. I was looking forward to look, hanging out with your sister, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that sounds like a plan. I think we're going to book, we can check in, uh, and then... 
uh, Tegan can check out the hotel. <laughs> and the rest of us can crime. Uh, <laughs> Everybody else can crime. Yeah. So we could do it during the day, or so th- the timing might be relevant. We can do it during the evening, presumably during the evening, the evening before the convention. Uh, we don't actually know, but um, the manager might be in the hotel, in the hotel room, uh, or might be doing some kind of business somewhere. Yeah, this this is a this is kind of a weird one actually. The line between mission and legwork is a little bit blurry in this case because you could justify going to stay at the hotel and then. Um, and doing a bit of legwork there and then the mission starting. I think everything you do ho- at the hotel on site is pretty much going to be in mission time. But yeah, if you have a way, like once you check into the hotel, the mission starts, certainly. But if you want to try and find out before then somehow, you could do that. That's completely up to you. So my assumption is that uh, Tegan and Shell are going to be in actually checked in legitimately into the hotel. What of Esteban Harris? So is Shell going to check in under her real name and everything? Uh, almost certainly not. Oh, yeah, you well, have she'll to have sisters, to so. borrow my surname. Uh, Alder, is it? Yeah, Alder. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I, is Shell going to try and go to the time and effort of having an actual fake identity that you put forward to the hotel, or are you just going to fill out a form and it for the hotel? And Would I even need to fill out a form? I feel like Tegan's booking it. Yeah, so for in the real world, for um, a lot of the time for fancy hotels, you do actually need to provide a lot of details when you stay in them. But, I, but minors is a little bit different. But I might posit that in a hotel like this, in the uh, cyberpunk future of New Angeles, um, you probably need to give more details than you do now. So it probably would require some, like a fair amount of detail on, on um, Shell when you fill out like the form to stay there. And Tegan actually would need to do an ID check, but we don't need to deal with that because Tegan is just going to be Tegan. You can spend a cred, and that would that would mean kind of like go, having something that, that would fall apart under a lot of scrutiny, but at least to someone looking over it would appear that you're legitimate. Or if you really wanted to construct something real that would be that that would fool an investigator, you'd probably have to use a contact for that. So like a credit is a flimsy ID. Um, nothing is just you have nothing. You just have your word, and then if you actually wanted to go to some effort, you could get a proper ID. So those are your. But yeah. If you've got another thing you want to do, that's fine. I would like to not spend money, so I, I would like to go for that one. <laughs> I think I think that uh, I don't know in like a shoebox under a mattress or whatever. Shell just has like I don't know half a dozen IDs that she just occasionally uses. Like if she needs to get like a uh, like a maglev or something like any anything, she just so something she can flash that won't get questioned like it's got a name on it it's got a picture of her face you know whatever like it will pass basic scrutiny i think i think she'll just use something like that i don't think she would have one coincidentally with, with Tegan's, my surname <laughs> with Tegan's surname on it but i also think that i'm not sure if shell could be passed off as Tegan's sister based on what the picture in my head of Tegan looks like and the picture in my head of what shell looks like i don't know they don't look very similar um it could I be, guess adoptive sister. Yeah. So at, at at which point I can have any surname. So I think I think also I don't think they give it like well you said to that guy who got you the booking that it was your sister who's this. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's true. That's true. Yeah. So I think I would just get a, a an old ID out of a shoebox and be, be like this will do <laughs> at minimum effort. Yeah. You're gonna need it once. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah so I, you submit I feel like... like Shell's probably preoccupied with the prospect of meeting Miranda Rhapsody to put too much thought into this. 
So you submit like an online database rental card and like a minor um, a miner's bus pass or something as your ID, and um, and that's fine. That's that, that's easily done. What is you should tell us what I know. I know we did this before and it's not massively relevant, but I still would like to know what your fake name is. Uh, this fake name is Maria Sanchez. Wait, is Sanchez Esteban's surname? No. Okay, cool. Maria Sanchez. I should write that down. <laughs> I should write down a list of aliases on these. <laughs> I've already forgot what my fake name was last time, but I'm it was Jen something or other, and I remember you not remembering it. I've got something I would like to do as well. That I've just just thought. So I would like to go on the assuming Ace is gone from my garage. Our voice is going to be a bit weird. He'll be gone later. Okay, if you <laughs> that's fine. This, that's not at all weird. Um, I'm going to go on the internet, the cybernet, and find. Uh, I want to download kind of a generic contract such as people might sign for a, a business deal uh, and I want to write a fake uh, contract offer from a company that I'm going to call Zap Cola <laughs> it's going to be an offer for um, to, to it's, I'm going to basically pretend to be touting for uh, Miranda Rhapsody to be a sponsor of Zap Cola and go on about how it's a new uh, hip drink for all the cool kids Ooh, nice cover. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to put that in an envelope and I'm going to put a little tracking bug in the envelope as well and then I'm going to courier it to Cara Malone at the hotel to see if we can work out what room uh, she's in okay. is it, this is going to be fine GPS tracking like yeah, very yeah, narrow yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Very, like very, very short range very precise I'm, I'm glad it's related to the mission I thought for a moment you were just going to start a side business I'm I'm really excited to find out where the closest waste paper recycling plant is <laughs> <laughs> if, if, they, if they come back and say that they will adore Zapcoda then I'm going to give it <laughs> it's got a good plan B I'll give you that that, yeah, you're like, okay, two things. First, I think my GPS is a little bit off. And second, I think she's staying next to the big shredder room. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Okay. This kind of thing is like, it's pretty pretty good tech, I think. So do you have a gear you can spend or alternatively? I, I have think no gear. I think you'd have to spend a credit on this. That's fine. I'll do that. Because this is like the, this is focused enough that it's quite fancy technology, right? Like you could... You could build something very with, with out of spare parts that would tell you what hotel she's staying in, but in terms of actual room, um, yeah, you would need you would need to have something better. Do you have a handy uh, handheld device uh, that an enterprising young lady might use to sneak around a hotel and find the tracker? You mean like a pad? Yes, like a but like an app that has a a, a blinking dot yep. on it and a distance like an alien. meter. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't need to be like that, but it, it's been made, so it looks like the one from Alien. Okay, here's what I'm going to say for this. Um, the, te- the technological aspect of it is going to be fine, because you know what you're doing. The part of this plan that might not work is whether or not they, how seriously they take the letter, and whether or, whether or not Kara even gives it like more than five seconds. I assume you're hoping that they don't give it too much scrutiny, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, basically, I wanted to deliver to Kara's door, essentially, and then her to look at it and then just... T- toss it whatever, on the table but, or something. Yeah. yeah, that is true. Yeah, it, what, yeah. ideal case for you is she reads it and then immediately throws it away, because if exactly, she takes yeah. it seriously, she might find that there's some contract device on it. Oh, you could put it in a branded pen. Uh, yeah, she might keep the pen. I, I spent one credit on a tracking device. I'm not spending another credit on a sample Zap Cola pen. <laughs> to get it specially made and you have to buy like a hundred of them <laughs> does anyone want a zap cola pen that would be good i think i'm going to ask you to roll fast talk to see how convincing this whole this whole shenanigans is because it's a little bit weird and it's like i feel like there's some uncertainty in this plan and i just want you to roll dice and i don't think it's act under pressure i wrote eight 
Let me read the move. I don't. I think this is one where all the choices are in my hands. NPCs do it, but someone will find out. The MC will advance the appropriate countdown clock. This is not that hard. Okay. I feel like you don't know exactly how this plays out, but you do know that you know where she's staying. And for the benefit of you and the audience, it's useful to know why the legwork clock um, has increased. Uh, so I think that there's a we see a brief scene of, like, Kara. This letter does end up at Kara's door. Uh, you know, it goes for... We see a biroid kind of concierge deliver it, slip it, slip it under the door. Um, Kara picks it up and reads it. And her brow furrows, and she uh, she at some point probably mentioned to Miranda like, got this weird letter. Like, who sends physical letters for for sponsorship <laughs> deals? Like, who do these jokers even think they are? How does someone who who thinks this is a good way to get sponsorship deals also know where they're staying? Like, this whole thing has this perfect mix of like incredible sleuthiness combined with amateur <laughs> business practices. And she's like, this is this is really strange. Anyway, then she bins it. But you do you do find out where she's staying. Your plan in that sense is successful. Cool. Shell, as a little side mission for you, when you go into the uh suite to steal her pack, could you still you be steal it, it back? back. Right. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, if you can find if you can get the letter back, Esteban can have his cred back. So what what will happen is I'll break into the room and I'll turn, I'll see the manager's desk, and there's like a, a foot thick pile of like post, and I'll be like, I forget it. <laughs> I I just tell Esteban I couldn't find it. <laughs> Yep, so she is staying in room... No, I need to give this room a number, which I actually haven't done. They're on the second floor, um, quite close to... If you go, there's um, there's a lift, but there's also physical stairs, which both lead up to the same point from the first floor. Uh, so they're staying... I guess you don't actually know tons about the physical layout of the building, but you do know their room number, and you probably find, can find a plan of this hotel online, because that's the kind of thing that there's no you can't really keep secret. So they're staying on the second floor near where the lift comes out, um, and also near to... Because uh, that same lift would also take you up to the roof to get on the hopper, so it makes sense for them to be there. Um, that lift is not, the main, is not the one that takes you up to the hotel reception, it's a different lift. So it's like in the middle of the... It's in the middle of the, of the building... So they're like on the second floor, kind of situated in the middle. And I'm going to say it's room number, let me look at my notes, 12. Um, yeah, so if you get up to the second floor, either by above or below, you're not too far away from the room. Can I just, uh, I want to just clarify my mind, uh, the layout of this hotel. So uh, the building has a bunch of public accessible floors uh, at the bottom, and then it has like two hotel floors explain the lifts again to me so if i was a normal customer i would get the lift up to the reception but there's a separate lift to the roof okay and there's also the staff lift is that one of those two lifts or a third lift on the kind of the first floor the ground floor of the hotel which is obviously super high up on the building but if you just think think of the hotel like a two-floor setup you would come in through the main lift which leads into the reception that's lift number one that's as high as that lift goes you can walk to the middle of the building there's another lift, which there's also some stairs. You can take either the lift or the stairs that goes up up one to the second floor of the hotel or up two to the roof. And then there's the staff lift, which only serves the first floor of the hotel also, the ground floor. Okay, so that also only gets you as far as the lower of the two hotels. Yes, floors. it does. Okay, so we have to get to the middle lift to get up all the stairs to get up to the, the top floor. Yeah, I'll try to provide you with a map. I'm actually going to write, Esteban, I'm going to write down that I need to retrieve... Esteban's trunk. I feel like you owe the group something, Shell. 
What are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, I haven't been, haven't been to Glitch. I haven't yet got any weird side missions. So I'm you all aboard this Don't tell us what you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We need to do Ace. Is, do you guys want to do any other legwork? I'm trying to think. I'm still trying to figure out what Harris's part in the plan is to some extent. You guys might be able to set up in the reception. And just hang out. So the most important thing that I need either of you two for is I need to get the phone probably to Esteban because I probably can't do anything yep. on my own. That is always so, certainly true. So um, I think that needs to happen at some point. I'm not sure. I, I mean, it might be I just lob it out the window and you guys no, are the with, God, with, a big, no. with a big net. Oh, well, I don't know, whatever. Like. <laughs> like a butterfly net. Just walk down the stairs with the pad and give it to us or take a lift. I mean, I'm, I'm happy saying that my primary role is like backup or watching the perimeter in case shit goes wrong. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how relevant combat is going to be, though. I don't think I'm not I th- planning on shooting anyone. Yeah, exactly. But I normally I say that before every mission. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you taste the guy the way out of the the subway, like yeah. <laughs> you just get a train. <laughs> Me and Harris can bond over milkshakes. That sounds good. Yeah, that's fine. Sounds good. You can tell him about your proposal for Zap Cola. He might uh, <laughs> might be an early investor. So get a load of this, right? <laughs> Cool. So is there anything else you think you need to do for legwork or any discussions that we need to have? Can we also just establish, like, just as a a running track thing, I'm still kind of wanted in a way? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're still in the news. But you've been laying low and it's only been about two days, so it hasn't really come up yet. Laying low in heavily inverted commas. Is if you if your plan does involve hanging out in like a shopping centre or a cafe for a long time, there are potential complications as far as that that goes. That's why I wasn't worrying about that. That's fine, though. Okay, I might be in a bit more of a private location. Maybe we could have Harris in a hopper on the roof of Nesterban in a shopping centre or cafe somewhere, so we've got multiple paths out. I don't feel like... Yeah, I don't feel like I'm in any real danger, so... Having uh, having a getaway vehicle on the roof isn't a terrible idea. Would require a hopper. If one, don't have a hopper. Two, I'm not sure we can fly a hopper. Probably... I think Harris and Esteban probably can. And maybe Tegan. Shell probably can drive, but just not legally. I'm pretty sure hoppers hoppers are probably mostly automatic at this point anyway, as in self-driving automatic. Yes. There is, um, I can't remember off the top of my head, there's actually a rice for this in World of Android. My favourite bit of World of Android is the um, is the historic like court cases section of the book. And there's, there's a bit about some landmark hopper case, like some landmark hopper crash that strongly like changed how, how traffic worked. Also, one thing to bear in mind, I guess, since we're going to this hotel mission, is um, Byroid and clone testimony is not admissible in a court of law. So that might be useful for you guys to bear in mind. That's so what you're saying so is right. we can commit crimes in front yeah, of Byroids? Yeah, that, cool. that's an inf- right. insetting thing. <laughs> what if they've got cameras in their eyes? Yeah, no, even if they re- even if they record what happens on their eyes, it's still not admissible as evidence. What? Oh, because it could be edited. Yeah, because it could be edited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can read about this in World of Android. This was a, this was a whole thing, but someone successfully argued that it could easily be tampered with, and so is not admissible. More easily than like a security camera. Uh, I would no. So I would I would assume that it's not easier to to edit than a security camera, but that doesn't really matter. To be fair, that's not really how the law works in real life, right? Like you can have a landmark case that should imply other things, but that's not what the case was about. So, so yeah, even if Byros record stuff, it doesn't matter. Hmm, maybe this is some kind of commentary on <laughs> on indentured workers and their rights, yes. Hmm. I'm uh, I'm ready for some cool sneaking around. I really hope to use my uh, stealth suit, that's thing one. Uh, also, I want to try and get Walter involved somehow. I think in your check-in confirmation, by the way, for the hotel, you learn that there is there are minor security checks on the luggage, but like 
not looking, just basically looking for weapons is the, <laughs> is the gist of are it. Are pets allowed? I think they probably are because like celebrities would have, you know, like their little <laughs> teacup giraffe and things. Yeah, like teacup giraffes. And... I'm going to be honest. If there's a window in our room, then Walter can get in. It's fine. <laughs> I think trying to sneak Walter in is, or trying to just bring Walter in legitimately is potentially a problem because owls still haven't been adopted by the market. So it is a bit suspicious. Walter can deliver the phone. How about that? <laughs> but he is unreliable. He is unreliable. That is true. He might just park up and go to sleep. I would argue that Shell probably has the unreliable target this morning. <laughs> Shall we deal with Ace then? Is that the Yeah, is that the last thing we have to do? Okay, let's do it. Uh, what preparations is uh, Harris doing? How are you getting Ace to this location? It's not that far away from Harris's... The, 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 the paranoid part of you actually speaks to you that it's surprisingly convenient to get to this hotel from Esteban's flat but you, you're pretty sure it's just coincidence because <laughs> sure. it isn't you're because like it would make sense that they want to be near the beanstalk how are you getting him there exactly oh you're just telling him it's a good place to hide is that your is that your you're in i'm not i'm gonna tell him i've got a friend who can get him out of the city i'm not gonna say who it is or exactly what's going on but literally just like i've arranged transport out this is where we're going we need to be there by this time and i'm actually I think the paranoia part of me just wants to be there very early, like probably an hour ahead of time, um, and just hide out there and set up. Yeah, you can sell this to Ace. This doesn't require dice rolls. He trusts you, and you're probably usually pretty cagey with details. Um, so yeah, this 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 is a fairly like basic Kambe is obviously a little bit run down. This is the kind of part of basic Kambe where there are quite a few um, like out of business businesses around. So. It looks a little bit not great. It used to be a good a, re, a thoroughfare through to the Beanstalk, but now it isn't. Um, some some new like highway or road system got built that meant that it's off. Like this isn't a, a really good a good place to get to and from anywhere. So people weren't passing through here, and so it went from having a lot of traffic uh, and a lot of money spent to much much less. And you can tell. So its faded glory is kind of everywhere. These nice looking shop fronts. Um, these these billboards with with way too old ads for films that came out years ago, uh, and um, the uh, the old rose is the name of the ho- hotel, and it looks like it was nice once. Is the building just like open? Can I walk in the front door? Or is it boarded up? Uh, you yeah, you can just walk in. Um, you there are signs that there are like scant signs of life from within. You get the impression that people are squatting here, but not not. Not packed by any means, but there there are people around in this hotel. You reckon? Um, but approaching the appro- approaching the reception, uh, and you know walking out through the car park, you don't see anybody. Um, life is kind of you can there are, you can detect that there's life nearby, but you can't actually see anybody. The loudest sound is kind of the sounds from the city in the distance, like from where you came. I guess what I want to do is take Ace into the hotel and. Just find somewhere quiet on the ground floor that I can wait with him. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's fine. So you come through the reception. Ace looks around. He's like, that's a creepy place. Good place for doing business like this. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, so the reception itself is pretty big. And you could you could find you could find like somewhere to sit in there where you wouldn't be seen by anyone that came in. Like, it's big enough. But if you wanted to not be in the reception, because this is where the meet's going to happen... Um, you could find like uh, the breakfast room or uh, an empty, like uh, crumbling like swimming pool down here as well. Those would be okay places to wait. Let me see. I've... Can I 
scope out my hotel enough to, like, set a trap. I'm not planning on having a fight here, but I want the situation to be such that if if this does turn out to be a setup for me, I sort of want to swing it around on them. Yeah, sure. You have a move for this, right? Yeah, exactly. So that's what I would like to use. It's big game hunter. Oh, I guess it's for a target I've investigated. When you spring a tra trap for yeah, it does specify you have investigated. That's fine. All right. In that case, I guess I'll just do it, but I don't care about the mechanical effect of the move. So I don't really just want to be in an open reception area. I want to be in a more sort of, I guess, a tighter space. You could roll assess here. Like assess does cover this. Yeah, okay. You closely study a person, place or situation. You gave yourself an hour. That is a 12. Freehold. Okay. I'm going to keep that until things go bad. So where, where did you think you were hanging out? Sorry. So I think I've taken like a, a circuitous route and basically checked out the entire ground floor of the hotel and I've actually settled on, I think I found sort of the area to a, a staff sort of set of back rooms that used to be just like the hotel's admin office. It's probably behind the reception desk actually. There's a door leading off to a few offices. So yeah, it's, it's in there. Just kind of like a cluster of small rooms. And he's like, so uh, who's this contact again? Oh, it's just some of uh, old friends from my Prysec days. They're good at getting people out of situations like this. Oh, cool. Yeah, so a bit of time passes. Um, and about the time the meet was specified for, you can hear um, you can hear people coming in. You can hear footfall. Um, and it suggests at this point that there are four people. No one, none of them. Are, none of them are really talking though. You can just hear the movement of bodies. This is fine. I, I just want to like. I think I'm just planning on this meeting going smoothly. I don't want this to be a problem meeting. So yeah. So you, you just going out there with Ace? You're like, come on, let's go. Yeah. Okay. You step into. So you step out of the like office bit into the reception properly. I think this is set up in such a way that the desk is between you and them, um, but you're not too far from them. You picked an okay place where you'd be out of sight. So um, there are actually five of them. You were a little bit off. Um, there is uh, one of them. One of them you recognise. It, it is Portia, Ace's Ace's mum, and she is flanked by two two pairs of uh, of security people. You're not sure. You can't really tell who they are. They're hard to read. You can't tell if they're Wayland um, or or Merks. Um, but they are well dressed. Uh, three of them have sunglasses on and. Uh, one of them is carrying like a little carbine rifle, and the other three have bulges in their jackets that suggest that they're armed. Ace reacts immediately. Oh, Portia has also got a suitcase in her hand. He's like, Mum, and he turns to Harris. He's like, What the hell is going on? Look, this wasn't an easy situation to figure out. This is your best option. I know you're not going to like this, but I'd rather this happen than have MBN take you and you end up in the wrong hands. It's not your call to, uh, call to say that this is best. You know that I would have said no if you've asked me. This isn't. You're not doing this for me. You're doing this for you. And he looks like he's going to try and run, um, but the security cards are kind of, um, like, are kind of squaring themselves up. Are you Are you going to try put your like grab him, put your arm around him, or are you just going to you just going to keep keep your cool? I'm just going to keep my cool. If he tries to run, he's the you know the problem of uh, four other security people here. They're between him and the exit, I think. So yeah. So what's Harris's what's Harris's play here? Uh, are you just going to try and get your money and get out of here, or are you going to try and make sure this goes down yes. smoothly? I I just want the the money and to know that Ace is out of here. Really, like yeah, that's I want both things. I'm not I'm not bothered about Ace fixing his relationship with his parents or being happy about this situation i'm bothered about him getting out without causing trouble and me also getting out without causing trouble okay 
Portia's kind of holding the briefcase up a bit and she's kind of, her body language suggests to you that you should come and take it, but she's otherwise not looking or paying attention to you. And she's like, Ace, listen, this phase has gone on for far too long. We can give you, uh, like, the life that you were meant to lead. And it looks like there's some family drama about to happen. <laughs> I think I'll, I'll walk up to, to Portia and say, uh, I think that you can take it from her. I'd like to take my payment now. Yeah, she she holds up the case. She's like, take your money and go. Yep, I take the briefcase and I start walking out of the hotel. The briefcase feels a bit light. Mm. Sure. I think I'm just going to leave. Yeah, I, I got no interest in trying to push for extra money here. Uh, you can hear the argument swelling behind you, um, as you as you step away. You're pretty sure there's only one cred in this case. One cred is enough. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of went in high with my demands anyway. So I'm glad I'm getting paid anything for this. So. Okay. Yeah. As you, as the as you walk out of the out of the hotel doors and into the night, you can hear Ace's suddenly raised voice behind you. Um, and he's like, screw you, Harris, I'm going to tell all my hacker friends about this. <laughs> he is out of sight, and maybe for now out of mind as you walk walk out into the night with your briefcase in your hand. Mm-hmm.